Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, we're back. It's the Preachers and Sneakers podcast. I don't have any interviews today, but I wanted to check in and see how everybody was doing. I just got back from a dope trip in L.A. with my wife. We went there from Wednesday to Friday last week. And it was crazy. I'd never been to L.A. before. I'd laid over there before, but I'd never been around the city. And we went out there to meet a bunch of quote-unquote Instagram friends. And we actually ran into a lot of really interesting people. I mean, we got to meet, we probably met 10 people that we only knew each other over through Instagram. And then we connected with them in person. So it was kind of an interesting 2019 type deal where it's just like all right we're gonna trust that neither of us are freaking crazy and we're just normal people and come to find out everybody was and everybody was amazing uh i got we you know we got there wednesday night had an airbnb now granted we didn't pay for the plane tickets all right so y'all freaking chill we had some vouchers from a from a previous bad airline experience at southwest and then we had some points on a credit card because we rebelled against dave ramsey and used our Southwest credit card to buy some stuff. And so we had points left over. And so the trip was actually relatively cheap for us, which was huge. Uh, but my wife was able to go out there. We, she had to burn some PTO days before the end of the year. So it worked out to where both of us could head out there and do our Hollywood thing. So, I mean, that's basically why we went out there was to go meet with people from Instagram. And uh, the first couple of days we got to meet Christina from DTR blog and some of her friends, Johnny Giovanni and uh, what's her freaking name? Sammy. I can't remember her last name, uh, but she was a videographer from San Diego. Super cool. Uh, Johnny actually gave us a ride home from the place that we're meeting uh, at the Grove. I guess that was an outdoor shopping situation. That was pretty cool. We didn't do any shopping. We just sat and had a drink and talked for a while, which was which was really fun. And then uh, the that night we met up with our friends Caitlin Tarver and her husband, and then Jake Scott and his wife. We met at a uh, wine bar place, and we actually saw Kirk from Gilmore Girls. I don't know if anybody. Is a Gilmore Girl fan, but my wife forced me to watch it years ago, and so uh, we recognized that dude from super far away. Uh, we didn't talk to him. He was in and out, but it was interesting to see him. We also saw Scotty from Suits. I don't know if any of you guys or girls watch Suits, uh, but Scotty, the, the girlfriend of Harvey, we saw her walking down the street when we were uh, getting coffee at Alfred Coffee, which was super bougie L.A. coffee. I don't know if that's like... I don't know how LA people see Alfred coffee, but we enjoyed it. I mean, it was a really great experience. It felt awesome outside. We sat out and had some nice $12 coffees or however much it was. It was freaking expensive. And, uh, so yeah, that night we met with Caitlin and, and Jake and their spouses. And then we linked up with, uh, my brother and his wife later in the city. And the next day, uh, we 
actually got to meet up with Luke Cook and his girlfriend, uh, Cara, both were from Australia. And so we went over to their house and talked with them, talked about acting, talked about being a stylist and being from Australia and all that. So it was really fun. He had a hairless, he has a hairless cat named Chicken, which is hysterical. You should look him up on Instagram at Luke, at Luke Cook. He's got a hairless cat named Chicken. This thing was wild looking and uh, it was cute, I guess, but it was also super weird. I mean, the, the thing looks like it's from a different world. Just ch- check him out on Instagram. The cat's all over his Instagram and Kara Wilson style on her Instagram as well. Uh, so they were super nice and, and were super welcoming. We had, they had an amazing view over Beverly Hills from their house. It was insane. And they just let us come over like we were friends, which was super dope. Um, but the, the biggest reason we were in town was that we actually got the opportunity to go to Joel McHale's house, the, the comedian, the actor, the, the host of the soup for years and years and years, uh, him and I had connected over Instagram over the past six months or so. And he likes my account and I'm a big fan of everything that he's done for the past like 20 years. I mean, he's. Uh, he's been in everything, every type of freaking show and movie and TV special. He hosted the White House Correspondents Dinner. Like he, he's done a million freaking things. He's super talented. He's super funny and incredibly sarcastic and busted my balls the entire time. I mean, it was, it was, it was, I was incredibly unmatched. So he agreed to come on the podcast and, and we're going to post that episode later once it gets done with the uh, engineering, post-production, all that kind of stuff. Um, but of course, I freaking screwed it up. I, I brought my podcast set up and we set up in his office and had everything good to go. And I changed a setting at the very last second as we started to record. And of course, uh, the, my interface only recorded my mic and not his, which was like so deflating. But thankfully, my wife was there and she was videoing the whole thing. And I was able to pull the audio off of the video for most of it. So hopefully Zane Callister can make a miracle out of this again. I keep making him have a harder and harder job, but man, we're noobs. We have no idea what we're doing over here. I mean, I'm literally the biggest noob when it comes to making podcasts. So uh, either way, it was a hilarious conversation. The dude is, is as quick uh, as any comedian out there. I mean, I, I, made the terrible mistake of trying to bust his chops a little bit. And he immediately just destroyed me like with no, like there was no comparison in like how much he could make fun of me when I was like trying to slightly make fun of him and it just didn't work in my favor. So you'll get to hear that later once it drops, uh, assuming Zane can make a miracle out of this terrible audio, but he was incredibly gracious. We got to meet his wife, Sarah, who, um, is, incredibly supportive and really kind of a good counter to the type of personality that, that Joel has. Joel is sarcastic and he, he calls himself like a professional jerk and she's like the opposite, like super sweet, very welcoming, but also like didn't take crap from anybody, like didn't take crap from Joel. It was, it was hysterical. So to see their dynamic was awesome. To see him in real life was bananas because we had been watching him on TV. We watched a special on Amazon. We had, kind of done some research about him. Um, there's a lot on the internet about him and 
he's actually a believer. He goes to Hollywood Presbyterian apparently. And the only reason I knew that was because he had did an, done an interview on, on, on relevant podcasts. But anyway, uh, it was a really great interview. We, we talked for like an hour and a half, maybe we'll probably have about an hour's worth of discussion to share. And we didn't talk about a ton. I mean, we, we talked, it was like kind of like Seinfeld, but talked a whole lot about a nothing and tried to get a little bit deep, but he clearly wasn't trying to get deep, which is fine. Like it, uh, it doesn't, that's just not the guy he is, which is fine. I mean, I, I would have preferred to, I preferred to talk humor and comedy anyways. Like I, I it's kind of gets old talking about super serious stuff, especially around like the, the concept of preachers and sneakers. Like it gets pretty exhausting after a while. Um, I mean, I'm appreciative for the opportunity, but I'm just saying it's fun to talk to somebody who's a professional comedian and uh, it keeps you laughing and keeps you on your toes. And also I felt like I was able to develop a little bit as kind of like an improvisation type person. Like every one of these interviews I do, it, I learn something new and I, I gain a skill or a technique or something to watch out for in order to make the next one better. So uh, it was kind of like jumping in the deep end. I mean, this dude is a, a legit freaking celebrity and um, incredibly accomplished and knows everybody and everybody knows him. So it was bananas. Like I'm a, I'm a nobody, but my wife and I are literally nobodies. And we just walked up into this dude's mansion and he treated us like normal people. And we had a normal conversation given the kind of the weird context, but um, yeah, it was great. So that was one of the kind of crazier things since since the start of this account, that has been one of the crazier kind of events uh, in my life this year, getting to just walk up to Joel McHale's house and kick it with him for like two hours. He sent us home with two really great bottles of wine. And um, yeah, I'll always remember that. He, I, I can't thank him enough. And I hope you like the pod. I hope you like the conversation. Like it made me think about the uh, like comedy and comedy writing. And, and uh, it basically made things more real and also made me consider like, Hey, is this something that I want to do? Or is this something that maybe I'm tailored for? Like if I could focus more on the comedic aspect of this stuff and get away from the super serious bickering bullshit that uh, this account kind of fosters. Not that I'm not grateful for the opportunity. I'm just saying like, maybe the point is to, to pivot into something else. I don't know. It's just, it's just a thought, but of course I screwed up the podcast again and I'll probably screw up this podcast right now that I'm talking into. Um, but yeah, learning a ton regardless. And, um, I hope the production value and I hope the guests continue to get better and better and better. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to top Joel McHale in the, in the short term. I mean, he's one of the more famous people that knows about my account and cares about my account. Like he's actively engaging with it. There's not many other people that are at his level that really care about my account, which is fine, but I just would love to continue to get really uh, interesting guests like that. So after, after we talked with Joel, we also met with uh, Seth Jones, who there's a whole contingent of people in the Preachers and Sneakers ecosystem that think I am him because we've kind of had this back and forth joke about us being the same person. And a lot of people have basically called him out to say, I know you're Preachers and Sneakers. And while he did help me start the account, it's definitely, I mean, I, I don't know how many times I have to say it, but it's, it's definitely not him. Uh, and there again, I don't really have any visual proof, but we, we definitely went and visited him. We went and saw a studio, listened to some of his 
his uh, new tunes with Lev and SJ, which is his DJ name. Um, really exciting stuff coming from him. We went out to eat and had a great time. And then um, we didn't get to meet everybody that we were planning on meeting. Like I, I, I wanted to link up with uh, Tatiana Oliveira, which from Tumblr. Really, we're friends over Instagram as well as like uh, Jacques Slade. I had talked to him, but we just didn't have the time to link up. Uh, same with like TK McCamey, who's one of my good buddies through Instagram. We've actually never met in person, but uh, he's kind of been advising me for some of this stuff on the account. Really talented film director with like uh, Thomas Rhett and some other music videos. Like he's a very talented music video film director. Because um, apparently... Right, I know for a fact there was a shooting in his city the day we were supposed to meet, and so he didn't feel great coming out, which is freaking fair. Like I'd do the same thing, um, so that was crazy. But uh, we're, we'll make it out there again, and hopefully be able to connect with those people. But we were super grateful to be able to meet so many interesting people and just see a different part of the world. That people in LA are living a completely different life than than we are in Texas or in Nashville or. Uh, Arkansas, all these other places that I've lived, like, uh, I guess I haven't lived in Nashville, but all these other Southern places in, in LA, it's completely freaking different. Not only is it more expensive, but everyone's beautiful. Everything is just a different pace. The fashion is different. The food and the coffee are different. The traffic is different. Um, it was bananas. I liked it, but it, it, it just seemed like a completely different world. And I, I didn't know if we would fit in or not fit in or not but um yeah it was fun I, I i don't know if there's ever a future where we stay there but um yeah it was fun i mean getting to meet all these people that i'd corresponded with over instagram and put kind of faces to names was really cool and uh they were really cool to kind of meet me as being as this like unknown person that they had never seen or know their know my real name any of that kind of stuff so that was cool but yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of exciting things coming. So like we, we finished up the trip to LA and we immediately came back and I'm, I've got some school things going on, but also uh, I've been trying to close out this merch kerfuffle. The, this last merch drop was kind of a logistics nightmare. A lot of people got products delayed or got the wrong products or got misprinted products. And so we're trying to resolve that as soon as possible. Um, that was that was difficult for everybody. So I, I'm sorry for those people that I think there was like 16 hoodies that didn't get shipped on time. I'm still waiting on my hoodies for like my personal use. Like I don't, I don't have any of those gray hoodies yet, which is, which sucks. But um, yeah, I should be getting some and I'll be sending some out to like, you know, my influencer team and family members and that kind of stuff. But um, as poor timing as it is, we've got another merch drop coming on black Friday and it's going to be, even better. A lot of people have been asking for black colored uh, tees and hoodies. And so we're going to make this one a black color specific one where you do like a black short sleeve. We're doing a black Preachers and Sneakers hoodie, uh, like the one that Questlove wore. So there's only one in the world and Questlove's got it. And so we're going to produce uh, the, the all black Preachers and Sneakers logo hoodie. Uh, we're also going to do a beanie and a crew neck and the crew neck was designed by Adam McGill, who also helped me design the first short sleeve t-shirt. So that's super exciting. Using a different company, future shirts for this drop, which uh, is based out of Nashville and they've been super great to work with. And hopefully the, the logistics will be a little more smooth this go around. Cause I know a lot of people were really excited to get their stuff and it took a month and 
you know, that's a super pain. So we're doing that merch drop, which is awesome. Uh, we're going to try to do another merch drop before Christmas, although I don't know how reasonable it is to think that shipping will get there before Christmas, but we're going to try. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're working on even bigger work. Like it's just me. I'm working on some kind of larger scale projects for 2020 that I can't completely talk about, but there's some, there's some, uh, writing in play. There's some speaking coming. There's some kind of more digital assets coming. So there's a lot of exciting things happening. And, uh, I hope that people receive it well. I mean, I, I've been trying to steward this opportunity as best as I can. Like it's, it's kind of a weird, messy thing. And, uh, I know I risk being called a hypocrite because I basically got all these followers, got all this exposure by basically saying, like, Hey, look at all these people that have all these followers and all this exposure. And so I haven't completely known what the right thing to do is, but it seems like the best thing to do is to keep stewarding this to where we can raise money for people in need. We can ask hard questions and hopefully kind of catalyze growth for everyone. Cause that's the biggest piece here is that there's all these hard questions about like consumerism and capitalism and celebrity within Christian culture that none of us have great answers to. So like the whole concept of like, is it okay to get rich off of working in ministry or working in a faith type job? Like why does it make us so mad when pastors are seemingly making millions of dollars off of being a pastor? Like, is that, are we jacked up by thinking that's weird or is it righteous to be angry about that? Like, does it, or is it, are they taking advantage of the system to make money off of something that is such a kind of intimate, vulnerable topic? I don't know, but I think that's where the bigger discussion is. Like the sneaker thing is going to go away eventually. Like I, I'm not going to be posting about preachers and sneakers for the rest of my life. Like that's going to, that's going to kind of wash up or shrivel up really quickly, dry up really quickly. But the bigger discussion is like, what are we to do with like capitalism and consumerism within Christian culture. Because if you dig real deep down to it, it's basically a gauge of how much do you think we should all be living like Jesus? Because that's ultimately what it comes down to. Like if we're okay with kind of living a Western lifestyle, a modern Western lifestyle, and saying we still follow Jesus, then to what level does that stop? Because once you start asking, like, yeah, what would Jesus do? Like, well, Jesus probably wouldn't use an iPhone because it didn't exist back then. And he probably wouldn't have multiple pairs of shoes because he probably only had one. And um, so, I mean, that's like the bigger opening question is, is like, should we care about wealth in Christianity? And if we do, what, what truth what truth is out there already to speak to what we're supposed to do with it? And also, how can we all live wisely in a way that's like honoring God or, um, and honoring the people that lead us within our faiths while also not being ridiculous? Like, at a certain point, is it reasonable to ask people to throw their iPhones away and turn off all the electricity and... and you know, literally sell everything and give it to the poor. I don't know, but that's where the conversation starts heading because, like, if you start saying, like, well, a preacher should never wear $1,200 sneakers, and then, like, okay, so you're the arbiter of what Christians should and shouldn't wear? 
what about the freaking phone that you have in your hand? Or what about the, the computer you have at home? Or what about the car that you're driving? Like, it seems, it's a pretty slippery slope, but I think that's where the bigger discussion is headed. And I, I don't really feel equipped to be leading that, but I'm trying to basically take it that direction. Um, slash, like, the, the talking about the, the actual topic of preachers and sneakers is getting pretty old. Like, it's, it's starting to become very tired, uh, which is fine. Um, but yeah, all that to say is there's some exciting things coming in 2020, and I've got some really interesting purple, pe- really interesting purple, really interesting people I'm working with. So more to follow on that. But yeah, like the closest alligator to the boat is the merch coming for Black Friday, as well as the merch dropping in December. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Make sure you subscribe to my email list. If you haven't yet, it's on preachersandseekers.com. You can put your email in there. And you'll be sure to get the first word about merch and blogs and podcasts and new posts and everything. And then also you can subscribe to the Patreon. Everybody that's, that supports me for Patreon is uh, a different level in, in, in my book. That I am so appreciative of the people that have come to support me at that, at that level because it's basically allowed me to pay for uh, podcast hosting, the merch designers, my media manager, all these kind of monthly things that um, I haven't really been making that much money on within the Preachers and Seekers sphere. So like the Patreon thing has been a super huge win for me and it's gone straight back into kind of continuing to grow Preachers and Seekers. So uh, I really appreciate y'all that are, that are supporting me on Patreon. There's only about 10 of y'all, but um, yeah, it's been awesome and would love for more and more of you to join in. Get some exclusive content. You get some exclusive access, um, some behind the scenes looks. And, um, yeah. So if you haven't already, and if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, welcome, but make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, make sure you give me a five-star review. It really helps my ratings. It helps me, um, kind of get top of page for people that are looking for this type of discussion. And, um, yeah, I, I hope to continue to make podcasts. I hope to continue to make interesting, interesting Instagram content for you guys. And, I uh, hope to continue to meet interesting people 